The Kind People, Chapter 3 Hunger I felt like Charlie. You know, after he found the golden ticket in the inner wrappings of a Wonka bar that fateful day of his. Dang, did that movie make chocolate look good. I remember re-watching Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory over and over again. I watched it day after day after day after... Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, I was Charlie, in the key. My key was now in my possession. But where was I to run? Home? Should I have run home just like Charlie? Surely not. I don't believe that there are any locks that need unlocked at my house. So where? I needed an answer. Another answer. An answer for my answer. A home for my Charlie. I left the bathroom and searched. Was there a locker somewhere with my name on it? Hopefully not. That would be too easy. I like a challenge. Was the lock in a room of which I had no access, such as the women's restroom or the staff meeting room where teachers gathered to eat donuts and talk about how challenging the last round of Candy Crush was for them to beat? No, I found nothing. Lock after lock, door after door, nothing fit. I was beginning to grow ill. A cold sweat rolled down my forehead, which was also cold, ice cold. It was as if the key was making me sick, and if I didn't find the lock for the key, my key, then I might just lose grasp of all that was real in the world. I might forget the names of the friends that I don't have, lyrics to every song I've ever learned, and then, once every word, letter, and syllable was gone, I would cease to exist. Gone. Maybe it was the breakfast I had, or lack thereof. Yeah, that had to be it. I just... I just needed to eat. I snuck out of the school and found myself on the sidewalks of Main Street. Surely there was a restaurant that would be able to provide food for the five dollars that I had wrinkled in my pocket. Five dollars left over from the time my mom sent me out to buy cigarettes. I couldn't buy them as I was underage, but I think she'd forgotten about the request. So I pocketed the money. She's been forgetting things more and more lately. Should I be worried? She'll be fine. One thing at a time, and in this time, my goal was to find food. Food so that I would have the energy to find a place for my key. My precious silver key. The one which I'd been gripping so tightly that my knuckles were now turning white, and that was cutting the palm of my right hand. I needed to eat. I came upon a restaurant. It was painted white over brick, and its sign, which read Puffy's Pizza next to a large green dragon, was chipping away. I looked into the window, hands cuffing my eyes to keep the sun out. No one. I tried the door. It was locked. Damn. As I stepped away from the building in defeat, I started feeling sick again, even more so than a second ago. I felt as if something was swirling in my stomach, an eel maybe. I took another step. I puked. But what was there for me to puke? I hadn't eaten anything. 
The vomit was creamy with chunks of orange, like if you blended up carrots in one of those fancy machines they sell on late-night television. The ninja, I think they were called. Those blended carrots would be mixed with the cream of chicken soup. Campbell's. The puke itself didn't smell, but I remembered the atrocity that Mr. Needs to Get the Hell Out had created in the bathroom, so I gagged a little afterwards. Suddenly, the key felt as though it were radiating heat. Suddenly, it felt as though it were alive. I could feel its thoughts. It wanted something. It wanted... It wanted to open the door to Puffy's Pizza. Thanks for listening to Chapter 3, Hunger, created by Sam Ashita Butler with help from Anna Boyles. Stay tuned next week for Chapter 4, Wanted.